Since 1987, Gary Housedew has been a fixture in sports media throughout Northeast Ohio. And since his first diagnosis in March of 2017, he's also a two-time cancer survivor. And now, Gary's answering the bell for round three in his fight with cancer, a fight that has enhanced his passion for life. Today, Gary shares some of his life passions from sports and photography over the years through conversation with some of the incredible people, including athletes and coaches that he's forged relationships with in public. These are Gary's journeys along his path. This is House Money. To live like you were dying. Oh yeah, welcome to House Money. My name's Gary House too. Appreciate you tuning in for today's podcast. Uh, we're going to feature Lou Williott. He's a 1972 graduate of Ursuline High School. Went on to have a career at the Ohio State University with uh, a guy named Archie Griffin. He was in his class from 72 to 75. Had won a lot of games at Ohio State as a team member of that uh, nice recruiting class in 72, where you were first time you're allowed as a freshman to compete at the college level. So Lou Willard has a bunch of nice stories from being recruited by Woody Hayes and others, and his uh, career with Archie Griffin, Cornelius Green, Brian Bashnagel, and guys like that during his tenure at The Ohio State University. And of course, since it's, uh, it's that week, the team up north on Saturday... If the game goes on, as planned uh, right now, uh, it'll be another time for Ohio State to keep the streak alive as far as um, making sure they dispose of the team up north efficiently and quickly. And uh, and this year, very painfully with a lot of points, hopefully. But uh, we're going to discuss Lou Williott, his career at Ursland before he became a Buckeye and his four years with The Ohio State University. A lot of good things to hear from Lou, and uh, and we hope you'll stick around and enjoy our conversation. But first, we'll be right back after a mention from our great sponsor, MP Vivo and Company, Mike Vivo, Heating and Air Conditioning. Thanks. We'll be back in a minute. Uh, you may find yourself in some difficulty this winter. Don't get whacked by high heating bills. Call Michael at MP Vivo Heating and Air Conditioning. Michael is a trusted friend who will be able to help you with many things, like getting a 95% high-efficiency furnace this winter from Rude. Michael relies on Rude, so should you. Call MP Vivo Heating and Air Conditioning for a free estimate, 330-259-0486, and take care of your heating and air situation. And welcome back to House Money. We're with Lou Willie. Lou, first of all, welcome to the program. Um... I'm glad you're able to uh, to talk with us tonight. It's it is the the big week. Uh, it's M week, right? It definitely is the big week, Gary. And thank you very much for having me. I appreciate the call. It's my pleasure. Um, to make things clear for people listening in, um, we're family friends going back from the east side of Youngstown. Our our parents grew up 
or well went to school i imagine i don't even know the whole story but we've been friends since kids with i've been friends with rich your brother and and um you know your big family we've all been you know to you know together for so long and uh, i thank you for coming on one of the things i remember we're going to try to talk to you first about your little bit about your high school career lou and then we're going to talk about ohio state and and all the good things there just from your memory here's my memory lou tell me if i'm wrong i remember going to the rand stadium sitting in the corner of the end zone where you couldn't fit another person in the all four corners of that stadium for an Ursuline Cardinal Mooney football game. Does that is that real in your memory? Does that any does that bring back any memories uh, for you? I, I think that's legitimate, Gary. That you know, that was a time when Youngstown's high school football was some of the premier football in the United States, not just in Ohio and Western Pennsylvania, but in all of the country. Badass, yeah. Wow, great, great time to play uh, high school football in this area. Like I said, the crowd, you couldn't fit in other people in Rand Stadium, which was a pretty good high school venue. Do you you agree? Was that one of your favorite places to play, Lou? Uh, It was one of my favorite places to play. I I will tell you my all-time Oh. favorite place was to play at Boardman. Oh, wow. Uh, and the reason I say that is I had a couple of really fantastic games at Boardman. At, at the old Boardman High School Stadium? Correct? At the old board, yep, at the old Boardman High School. Uh, I can remember uh, my sophomore year. Uh, it was the first year that I started after uh, we had uh, a linebacker, in the opening game against Newcastle, uh, injure his neck, and uh, he was held out for the rest of the game. So I, I played the rest of the game. Um, and from there, he unfortunately was ruled to not be allowed to play football again. Wow. And uh, that was, uh, as a sophomore, that was how I... Uh, got my first start uh but boardman uh the game against boardman sophomore year we played at boardman i can remember it so well because it was the week that my father's father passed away okay uh and i can remember my dad and uncle coming to the high school uh, i believe it was on thursday of game week and uh, it was during the day before practice and telling me that my grandfather had passed away. Uh, and Coach Klein was there. Ed Klein was our head coach. Yep. Uh, Ed's still living today in yep. Youngstown. Yep. And uh, I, I do talk to him, run into him every once in a great while, not frequently, but every now and then. And I remember Ed saying, you don't have to play this weekend. You've got things in your family to tend to. And uh, that, you know, it, it, of course, was something that crossed my mind. But at the same time, I knew what the family would want me to do. Well, that turned out to be a 19 solo tackle game for me. As a sophomore. And, uh, yeah. As a sophomore. <laughs> Great. Yep. Hmm. Well, maybe, and, uh, maybe that's that, where the attention started. Was that is that possible? Well, well, well I'm, I'm certain. I'm certain that is where the attention started. Uh, I uh, I had a couple of really, really good um, situations happen uh, early in my career. That that was one of them. 
by the way, uh, if we're talking about Ursuline and, and uh, former players, Joe Gardner was the uh, Ursuline linebacker who got hurt uh, that I replaced, just uh, in case other people out there know Joe or, uh, yeah. or care to know who that was. But, yeah, things uh, obviously things progressed uh, at Ursuline. I, I always thought we had a really, really great program, and I really wished that there were high school playoffs when I was in school. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we may not have made it. We, we may not have fared well, but I, I really felt, particularly in my senior year, I really felt we had a great football team. Uh, our record didn't really prove that out. We ended up six three and one, uh, but uh, it it was a really really great great group of guys, and uh, you know I, I'm very very thankful to my teammates because it led me to uh, you know to to some really big things in my life. Well, one of the big things, obviously, was becoming a top recruit and. And um and having the opportunity to be recruited in a whole different world, I would imagine the recruiting world back then. Can you give us a little, just a little bit, because we don't want to drag on too long before we get to the good stuff about you know yeah, what was it yeah, like? What, what was it like with you know guys like Woody and and uh, maybe Joe Paterno coming coming to Youngstown and seeing Lou Willie at Ursa well, High School? Yeah, not just coming to Youngstown, but coming into the house and having dinner with us at the house. Um, you know, I, I can, uh, remember clear as a bell, uh, what he's sitting in the living room and talking to mom and dad on Truesdale uh, Avenue mom, on Truesdale on Avenue. Trues, yes, yes, that's right. On uh, North Truesdale Avenue, yep. just around the corner from East high school. Yep. Uh, and uh, mom having uh, a spaghetti dinner uh, cooked up and Woody sitting at the dining room table, having a spaghetti dinner with all of us. Uh, and then, of course, Paterno came in uh, for Anthony. Uh, now, that was yep. that was uh, a little down the road. I, I was not at home at that time because I, I was two years ahead of Anthony. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, that was, uh, you know, obviously I was away at school at that point in time. What, what was the, what, what's, the, how did it feel? You know, what, 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 he, what did the lingering impression of that recruiting visit that he leave with you that maybe sold you on the Buckeyes or did you need to be sold or what was your, what was the situation like, Lou? Well, it, it's funny, Gary, because um, the very first place that recruited me heavily, I, I'm not even sure why I went to visit them. Uh-oh. Other than I had never been out of Youngstown before. I mean, you know what it was like growing up on the east side. What? Our dads worked together. We played yeah. little league ball together. It, you know, we didn't have any money to go anywhere. Yeah. It, vacation for us was going to Cedar Point for a day. With that was a vacation. Five kids. Uh, five kids in the family, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So um, <laughs> we had four. So yeah, yeah. So we, um, you know, I, I was heavily recruited fairly early on by Georgia Tech. Okay, of all places, um, one of my uh, one of my former teammates from Ursuline went to school there. Guy by the name of Pat Naples, and uh, they invited me to come down Thanksgiving weekend to be on the sideline 
for the Georgia Tech Georgia game. Mm. And it was as big a deal back then. In fact, it was a bigger deal back then because Georgia Tech was pretty prolific at that time. Uh, which, you know, they've, they've been on a little bit of a roller coaster over the last several years. Um, Georgia continues to be a pretty nice program. But I, I remember going down there and thinking, all right, you're going down south. South's warm. You know, it was, it was almost winter. It was Thanksgiving weekend. It was cold up here. I took a blazer down there, and it was all I had for the entire weekend. Well, it was almost as cold in Georgia as it was in Youngstown. I mean, I froze <laughs> on the sideline. No, you know, no sideline cape. Absolutely freezing my fanny off with uh, with my blazer on the sideline. But it was a, it was a great experience. I saw Atlanta, which was like I said, truly the first place outside of visiting family my uncle lived in Sharon, Pennsylvania, so we'd drive there. You know, that was our wow. cross the border. <laughs> we'd go up to Pimatuming and go fishing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we, we didn't get out much. <laughs> we didn't have the money to get out much. Uh, so, so that was my, uh, my first real uh, big-time football experience, uh, the first school that I visited. Uh, but visited what, several other places. But what did Woody? Uh, what did Woody do to get you to be a Buckeye, or, or were you were you that heavily of a target, or, or what? Did you remember? You know, it's it's funny, Gary, because having gone to you know part time to Catholic grade school, and then to a Catholic high school, and particularly Ursuline being the Fighting Irish, my whole life. I was positive I was going to Notre Dame. Mm. I followed Ohio State. I liked them. I loved Woody. Uh, I loved the fiery, you know, Woody on the sidelines. Uh, but I thought I was going to Notre Dame. And they recruited me very, very heavily. And I'll tell you what was one of the turning points the weekend after Woody came to visit at the house, Era Parsegian, who was head coach uh, at Notre Dame at that time, was giving a speech in Akron. And as I indicated a few minutes ago, I never left Youngstown. I, I had no, you know, I didn't know much about even the state of Ohio at that point in time. But the running back coach at Notre Dame called me and said, hey, Arrow would like you to drive out to Akron to meet with him. And I'm thinking, I don't know if my car will run around the block. It's a piece of junk. I don't think I can drive to Akron. So I turned him down. And, wow. you know, the next I get a phone call then, uh, hey, listen, we want to send you a, a plane ticket since you weren't able to get to Akron. We want we want to fly you over to see South Bend and, and visit with, uh, you know, visit with us at Notre Dame. Well, in the meantime, I had scheduled a visit to Columbus to visit Ohio State. And this was, of course, after Woody had been up to the house and uh, made it clear that 
you know, that was where I should be going to school. What time of the year well, was this? Lou, what time of the year was this? What port, what, was it your... Well, I can, I, I can tell you that it was, um, it was... Uh, summer year? Summer? Summer Janu- before? No, 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 no. This, this would have been like January of oh. 1972. Two. Wow, we're right yeah. there, huh? You're right there. You don't know where you're going, and you're, you're going to school yep. in three months. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Uh, and, you know, it, it wasn't the same. Signing day yeah. then wasn't what it is today. And, of course, there was no early signing day. Gotcha. So I visited several places between the end of football season. I, I actually opted out of basketball because I wasn't a very good basketball player anyway. Uh, so I opted out of basketball because I knew I was going to school to play football and I had scholarship offers to multiple places, uh, you know, West Coast, SEC, uh, really all over the country, including uh, some Ivy Leaguers, and I was heavily recruited by the Naval Academy. Uh, and when we get on to more on to Ohio State, I'll, I'll tell you a, a quick story about the Naval Academy that ties into Ohio State. Uh, but, you know, once I came to visit Columbus, and spent the weekend here, I knew this was where I was going to school. Yes, Woody had a lot to do with it, but Columbus per se, I had never, other than, like I said a little bit ago, other than visiting Atlanta, I had never been to what I considered a bigger city. And to me, to be in Ohio and be driving distance for mom and dad uh, to come to the games, Columbus was a big city to me, and I really liked what it had to offer. And, of course, I loved Ohio State. I loved campus. It was just spectacular. Well, before we get to, like, maybe who some of your classmates were and all that kind of stuff, um, an interesting story with the Woolliet family is that your younger brother, as we already said, Ended up being courted by Penn State and going becoming a Nittany Lion. Uh, how did was was Woody interested in Anthony? Did any of that? Did they rely on you to recruit him? Did any of this happen, or what, what was it like to your recall? Well, it, it's it's funny. We were both recruited uh, by most a lot of the same schools. I, I won't say all of the same schools, but a lot of the same schools. And most of them were the bigger schools. Of course, we, we both got, you know, the standard form letters from all the Mid-America schools and all the uh, Baldwin-Wallaces and then Walsh Colleges and, and all of those. Uh, but both of us, you know, we, we had good high school careers. We, we had good, great fundamentals. Of course, you know, my dad and your dad and, uh, you know, there were some really great people in our lives who taught us fundamentals like they don't even teach anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of sad when you, you know, e- even the Buckeyes today, I watched, you know, some of the tackling in the game last week, and I, I was really kind of unhappy with some of the defensive backs and the tackling. I mean, these guys taught us the right way to do things, and that was 50-some years ago. Wow. Okay. And now they're trying to bring those same techniques back, but these kids have such bad habits in some cases 
uh, that it's really hard to break and get them to do it the right way. So why did Anthony pick um, eighteen in a row? Why did he pick Penn State? Uh, was Ohio State in the game at all, or no? It was Ohio State was in the game. Anthony had narrowed it down to Penn State, Michigan, Ooh. Michigan State, Kentucky. Wow! Right around um, the Buc- right around all around the Buckeyes. Yeah, all the way around, <laughs> and, and you know what? And probably not heavily interested, but Indiana as well. So literally surrounding Ohio State. Um, did, and and did he have an offer? Thinking of Indiana, did he have Lee, an Lee oh, Corso oh, came well. to the house as well one time? Oh, very nice. Did he have a Ohio State offer? Yes or no? Do you remember? Yes. Okay. Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah. Lou, hey, hey, um, that's crazy, isn't it? Now, now let's take that to 2020. Could you imagine two brothers from the east side of Youngstown going to Urson, getting one going to Ohio State, and one two years later one going to Penn State? That's just crazy. It's how things used to kind of be around this area, but. That's pretty spectacular for your family, for your family accomplishment. It it was fantastic for the family. Um, You know, to get back to the recruiting trail, um, you know, they they used to have um, recruiters, local recruiters, uh, that helped the coaching staff identify <laughs> local players, boosters, basically. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they uh, they would certainly get in touch with you and let you know that, you know, or... Ohio State or so-and-so was interested. And uh, I can remember a couple people very, very well. Uh, one was a local dentist in Youngstown from Ohio State, <laughs> uh who was uh, basically, he was my contact person before the coaching staff uh, got involved. Uh, And the other one uh, that I remember especially well, because they treated us so well, uh, was an attorney uh, that represented uh, Pittsburgh. And then a very funny story with Anthony is uh, he ended up marrying Pittsburgh's former head coach's daughter. Carl DePasqua was head coach at Pitt back in the late 60s and early 70s, and his daughter went to Penn State, met my brother at Penn State, and they're married still today. Oh, wonderful. Now you're living in Columbus, so you're. How has I meant? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's just you've completed your whole. You, as you said, your whole venture, which we'll get into here in the second part here, being associated with Ohio State has been nothing but spectacular from Woody on till. Yeah, yeah, it really has. It, um, you know, that you can say that there are some things that are life changing, but literally for me, coming to Ohio State was a life-changing event. I I learned a lot uh, about myself, about other people, about, you know, about a bigger city, about the opportunities uh, that were out there that, you know, some of us didn't even think about. We didn't even dream about. We didn't know we were poor. It's funny because I was just sitting with my mom, who's not well right now. Yes, God bless. um, And right you know, right before I left the house, <laughs> we, we were sitting there and, and just kind of reminiscing. And I was telling her, you know, 
we we had a great life growing up. I know we were poor, but you guys made it so we didn't even realize we were poor. We always had food. We always had clean clothes. That was all that really mattered. Much simpler back and, then. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots, today. lots simpler. Well, well, we're going to take a break real quick, and when we come back, we'll talk about your introduction you know, into Ohio State and from day one and, and in uh, some of your special times. Uh, boy, the 76th. Rose Bowl, oh my okay, gosh. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, but, right. but we're going to take a break, and, and we'll be right back. Thanks, Lou. Hold on. We'll be right back in okay. the second part. Don't get whacked by high heating bills. Call Michael at MP Vivo Heating and Air Conditioning, 330-259-0486. Michael is a trusted friend who will be able to help you with many things and take care of your heating and air situation. And welcome back to House Money, our guest Lou Williott. 1972, correct, Lou, Ursuline grad? That, that is correct, okay. 1972. He graduated from Ursuline and made the trip down I-71. Let me ask first, Lou, uh, was 71 anywhere near what it's like today? Back in the day, do you remember much? Was it 55? Was it two roads? Uh, how was that journey down to Columbus? <laughs> well, the funny, funny thing is, while I was being recruited, 71 was not completed. Oh, my goodness. And I can remember uh, before before I was actually recruited by Ohio State, I came down to visit the university with a teammate from Ursuline and his father, who had graduated from pharmacy school at Ohio State, and he took us on a tour of the pharmacy school. That was uh, our quarterback, Phil Fontanarosa, and uh, it was my sophomore year at Ursuline. We drove down, and it took about four, five hours. Oh my goodness! To get to Columbus because seventy-one was not completed at that point in time. Oh geez, I'm surprised that didn't deter your decision at all. But anyway, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> obviously, I made a few more trips, and it was a little faster. Uh, Coming yeah. down uh, Mom, later on. It's now. only five hours, Mom. We're in Columbus. You're good. <laughs> um, well, Lou, as a freshman, boy, wide-eyed, open kind of guy, you meet amongst other people. Is this the first time you meet Archie Griffin? Let's start there. Is that a good place uh, once you're recruited to be I, a Buckeye I, and you, you accept? And how, how did that happen And back then? How did you officially become a Buckeye? Let's start there. Well, uh, when I had my uh, visit that I told you about, uh, it was January of 72 before I left Columbus that day, I told Woody that I was a Buckeye. Okay. So you committed. Then. Uh, yeah, I committed that, that weekend. And, and the funny thing, Gary is I came down on Friday afternoon and, um, my, uh, kind of my sponsor, the, the player that uh, I stayed with was Kurt Schumacher, All-American Tackle, uh, who was a year ahead of me. But uh, he and I ended up being roommates freshman year. Um, I enjoyed Kurt's company immensely, and uh, we, we just we bonded right away. Uh, Kurt wasn't one of those guys uh, that was out partying a lot and all that kind of stuff. And frankly, he wasn't a starter as a sophomore either. Uh, so when I got there, uh, he and I kind of, we spent a lot of time checking out campus and, and just really talking about Ohio State. Well, the funny part of it is 
when I went to the game on Saturday, they were playing Northwestern. Now, I know what you would think normally, but the Buckeyes lost to Northwestern that first visit. Now, this was in November of 71 for the very first visit. Uh, January was was, um, the official signing date at that time. Uh, so I, I made several trips down here once, you know, once I knew that this was the place. But, um, yeah, the uh, the Buckeyes lost to Northwestern on a 100-yard kick return. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I think I can help them win. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> once, I, once I saw that. Well, well Jack, uh, Park's, funny, Jack, funny. Jack Park's been on our show. She could probably tell us about that whole game, but go ahead, Lou. Uh, fu- funny thing um, about that day and age, Gary, of course, is what you're dealing with right this second, and that is the Internet. It didn't exist. Uh, when I got here, I found out that there were seven other fullbacks. Surprise. Uh, I, I spent, yeah, it was a big surprise. I, you know, of course, I spent my senior year at tailback, which really helped, helped me immensely coming out of Ursuline. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, you know, they had recruited me down here as a fullback. And then I came to find out, well, that's pretty much all Woody recruits as fullbacks and linebackers because they can play everywhere. So... Uh, I felt pretty good about that. Let me interrupt, uh, uh, if I may. Um, 71, if I, I remember talking to Van Decree, was the last year the freshmen weren't eligible to play as freshmen. Is that true? And you were the first, is, your first class correct. to play as a freshman, 72 football season. Go ahead. That is correct. And a minute ago, uh, uh, we were talking about Archie. Uh, I met Archie before I got to Ohio State. Archie and I played against one another in the Ohio High School All-Star game. Okay. Archie was on the South team and I was on the North team. Uh, and we shut him down pretty well that, uh, <laughs> that game. Uh, we won. Uh, the only negative thing that I could possibly tell you about that experience, because it was, it was a lifelong dream to be, perfectly honest with you playing in that game. But the one negative thing that happened was I ended up playing a position in that game that I'd never played in my life. And apparently I played it fairly well. Which was? Because when I got to Ohio State, not only was I not going there as a fullback or a linebacker, I was positioned at defensive end okay and it was completely based on the ohio high school all-star game the only game i'd ever played defensive end in my entire life did you remember having a meeting with archie on the field a couple times that that afternoon Uh, well uh, you know at that time i i can't honestly say that i do remember that um and, you know, the media wasn't then what it is today. Mm-hmm. Of course, nobody knew Archie was going to go on to win two Heisman trophies either. True. But uh, we did play against each other. I, I also played 
um, with a couple of other teammates on my team, uh, with a couple guys that ended up going to Michigan, uh, with against a couple guys uh, that ended up at Ohio State as well. So there were a lot of us in that game, and it, it was a great, great experience. Uh, but to, you know, to get on to uh, the Ohio State part, uh, you know, freshman year was definitely an awakening for me. Were you, uh, you, were know, you, you go from were you and Archie from, boys coming in then from from having that time together, or did you get to know each other? No, I I wouldn't say we were because there, there was uh, one more week before uh, two days started at Ohio State before we went down. And I ended up going to another all-star game. We played uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Okay, Big 33? Uh, all-star game. Was that the Big 33? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And played against Brian Bashnagel in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, there, you know, there, there were a lot of overlaps. And like I said, not having the Internet and not having the 24-7 media that we have today, I was unaware of most of the guys that I was playing against or some of the guys I even played with, Okay, you know, once we got out of high school. Uh, but it, it was a tremendous experience. Uh, but, you know, Gary, think about this. Ursuline was kind of a big deal as was Cardinal Mooney at that time. I mean, they were two of the premier programs in Youngstown. Mm-hmm. Youngstown, before the mills closed, was a fairly sizable Midwestern city. Mm-hmm. You know, 100,000 people, what, 110 maybe, something like that in the 60s and 70s. Um, today, what is there, 65,000 people? Yeah, we went from, what, six or seven high schools down to two now. Which... Yeah. So, you know, to, to go from Youngstown to Columbus, where the population was five or six or seven times greater, you know, I, I went from what they call Big Fish Little Pond <laughs> to Little Fish Big Pond. Well, Lou, did you did you and, have ambitions to be the Archie Griffin yourself, or, or what did well, you think? Course, what did you think back you know, then? I don't know. Help help I, me. I I did. I think every kid does. Uh, but I'm not going to lie to you. I got here, and I, I maybe maybe I was a little bit overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there were there were guys that were absolute behemoths. When I got here, I was one of the biggest kids on my high school team. And here I am, a running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, most of my linemen were my size or smaller than me. Anthony was, was probably the biggest kid on the team. Hmm. So, so Lou, uh, we can't go on too strong with this, but how successful? Let's break it down. Four years, Ohio State. Uh, let's talk championships, Rose Bowls. You know, let's uh, uh, give us how successful was it to be you know, on on the on board with on the Archie Griffin train that, that it turned out to be. <laughs> it was and Corny Green too. Yes, you know, absolutely incredible, Gary. Our recruiting class the 1972 class was at that time now this is in the 
100 scholarship era okay. where you could have 100 kids on scholarship at a given time. At that time, we were the smallest recruiting class Ohio State had ever signed. There were only 17 of us. And I, as I was driving down here, I knew we'd get around to, to maybe chatting about this. I was trying to think of the other 16, and I got 15 of us, and I realized one or two guys had transferred, and I kind of lost track of them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a small class, but as you are well aware, uh, over four years, we never lost a home game. We never lost to Michigan. Now, we did have the one tie. We won four Big Ten championships. We were on the cusp of national titles at least twice. Our only real downfall was at the Rose Bowl. (sighs) We lost three of the four Rose Bowls we went to which, by the way, they changed the rule in 1973 because at that point in time you could only go to the Rose Bowl one year in a row whether you won the conference or not. Was that an Ohio State rule or was that a conference rule? No, that was a conference rule. And the other thing was there was only one bowl tie-in for the entire conference. Nobody else went to a bowl then. Mm. Once they changed that rule in 73, when they sent us to the Rose Bowl the second year in a row, then it became a rule that, you know, we could go as many years as, you know, as we won, and we won all four years. And then I believe it was 1976, where they changed the rule and opened up multiple bowl games to the Big Ten. So you made four trips out to Pasadena then? That's correct. Yep. And, and um, you know, obviously the last one was the most painful. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that for in a By minute. By far. In a minute. But, <laughs> but uh, how, you know, when did, the Archie, when did it become Archie's team along those four years that really we knew what was going on here with Corny and Archie and the – Bash Nagel and the possibilities of you guys for, for, for to, you know, when did it become, you know, wow. Fairly, fairly early on. I mean, you know, Archie became a, a starter. Uh, I believe it was the third game of the season in 72. His freshman well, year, your freshman year. 72, as, you know, as we talked earlier, that was the first year the freshmen were eligible they hadn't even finalized the decision on freshmen being eligible to play until the summer before we got to school. Consequently, they still had junior varsity games lined up for the guys that were probably not going to play varsity. Hmm. And I traveled to the junior varsity games which is where I blew my knee out. Okay. So we went to Indiana. We had we'd beaten Michigan State and uh, uh, Minnesota. 
And the third uh, university game was at Indiana. And, of course, I was still playing defensive end. Not my favorite thing, but at least I was playing football. Uh, And that was when uh, I absolutely had my knee destroyed. Your freshman year. Um, Your freshman year. Freshman year. And uh, I remember... You remember this name, Randy Gratishaw? Of course. Champion Ohio. Uh, Champion, yeah. Yep. Flashes, yep. yep. Absolutely. He's one of the great ones. And I can remember uh, Randy coming by uh, the hospital and visiting and and, and telling him, yep, he had the unholy trinity, which was the uh, three major ligaments were completely torn. Wow. Along with a lot of other damage. And back then, that Uh, that had to be horrifying back then. It, that was a tough injury. Um, I was in a hip-to-toe cast for about three months. Uh, and amazingly, the rehab, even at that time, was phenomenal. Uh, to the point where I did end up participating in spring practice. Wow. But I prob- realistically, I probably shouldn't have. Uh I'll tell you this, I was afraid to get hit in the spring of 73. Now, I got over that, Mm -hmm. and I think it it was just a matter of getting stronger, getting more confidence, and frankly, taking a few shots on it and realizing it was going to hold up. But it it was a scary injury, and uh, I'm Thankful that I had the injury while I was here, because had something like that happened in high school, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not so sure that uh, yeah. I, I would have ever uh, gone on to school. Mm. Uh, I, I'm not sure we would have, uh, you know, had the same same quality of care. We'll put it that way. Well, Lou, um, along the way, playing, you know, with Archie, did you see yourself fitting in any kind of way at? at any opportunities in, along the way for once you were healed, and or, or what was your thought process while you were there for the, the next three years? Well, uh, you know, as as I indicated earlier, um, playing defensive end was not my favorite thing, and after uh, the blowout of my knee, uh, I, I realized just how much I missed offense, and uh, our running backs coach was a guy actually from Hubbard, Ohio, uh, a guy by the name of Rudy Hubbard Yes, uh, from Hubbard, Ohio. Yep. And Rudy was a great guy, and I talked to Rudy, and he said, yep, we'd love to have you get back here on offense. And, of course, um, midway through my sophomore year, I moved back to offense. And uh, I would say that, uh, you know, I never did start. Uh, but I enjoyed it immensely uh, because at least I knew there were going to be some opportunities uh, to play then with a guy like Archie and Corny. And, you know, that was a heck of a class uh, that, you know, that we had uh, several All-Americans in that class. Well, before I ask you about your Michigan experiences and your top ones, um, it, it were there any standout uh, plays, highlights, uh, Rudy moments for you as a Buckeye, Lou, that stand out as an individual highlight for yourself? 
Well, I, there were a couple things that I can think of, Gary. One in particular uh, is the opportunity senior year uh, when we played Penn State, of course, to play against my own brother. Wow. And there was exactly one play where we were both on the field at the same time. Wonderful. Uh, but I, I remember it being built up nationally and, and in the papers that it was one of the really big games of the year. And we had a tough schedule in 75. Not only did we play uh, Penn State early on, we played North Carolina, who was a ranked team. We played UCLA in the Coliseum, who was also a ranked team. And, and that's what uh, you, you beat them pretty good, too, right? And that's what's yeah, kind of shocking. Yeah, we beat them pretty handily. Yeah, my gosh, and, in the regular uh, season, yeah. That, yeah, uh, UCLA had a, uh, a, a cornerback uh, by the name of Oscar Edwards. He was an All-American cornerback. Is that the towel you got? He is, was. Is that he, your towel episode? The, yeah, it is. <laughs> you heard about that? Your brother told me, yeah, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny because I still have that towel. Yeah. I tried to get hold of him. In, ma in matter of fact, a couple years ago, I called the athletic director at UCLA. And I thought surely he was going to put me in touch with him, and he never did. And, of course, I'm not on Facebook, so there's a lot of stuff. And I, I know people laugh when I tell them I'm not on Facebook, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> and I probably won't be anytime soon, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, it, it's just a choice. Uh, but anyway, uh, long story short is I never, you know, I never got hold of him, and uh, he never responded to me in, in the several different ways I tried to contact him. So I still have it. I think it would probably mean a lot more to him <laughs> and his family than it does to me. I was just kind of being spiteful, you know, we, we were beating them pretty good. And, uh, I was on the, uh, uh, corner, uh, on the, uh, PAT team and he crashed, uh, in from, uh, his, uh, his cornerback spot. And I, I saw that, you know, he had been wearing all season long. He'd been wearing this towel. It was Dr. Death was kind of embroidered into this towel with a, skull and crossbones on it and it wasn't very professional looking it almost looked like he might have done it himself uh but it it just kind of irked me that he wore this so we were in the pile and i i blocked down on him and, and down on the ground and i took the towel from him and went you know running off the field and i'm waving this towel and of course had you know, had one of the managers hang on to it for me until after the game. So I've still got it today. That was that was one of the other great memories. Of course, beating Penn State was, uh, you know, and then that Michigan game. That you they, know, that seventy-five you, game was incredible. They got you to the road. They it, got you to to use to have yeah. the chance to play for a national championship. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it was the perfect ending to the perfect season of Play, 1975. Playing a team that you already beat convincingly in the Rose Bowl, yes? 
unfortunately, yes. You don't ever want to have to play a team that you already beat. Okay, let's cut to the chase. Before we talk about your Michigan moments and all this, give us the, the, the disappointment, the everything you remember about the 76 Rose Bowl, which was the end of the 75 oh. season. In a nutshell, Lou. Oh. Reader's Digest version. Well, I, I, can, I can tell you this, Gary. It's been 45 years and we, unfortunately, with COVID this year, we did not have our 45-year team reunion. So we're all missing one another this year. I can assure you when we do get together, the conversation will be the same conversation that we've had for that 75 team at every single reunion we've had since we graduated and that is how did we let the national championship slip out of our hands Lou how did every one of us thinks about that game maybe not every day anymore I mean it's been 45 years Hmm. but pretty frequently and if you would see my basement Frankly, if you would see where I'm sitting right now, I am looking at a picture. It, it's, it's my wall of shame. We'll put it that way. I'm looking at a picture of myself that my wife had colorized. It was a black and white photo uh, taken by several um, newspapers, several national, like UPI, Associated Press, uh, syndicated sports uh, pages after the Michigan game in '75 with the rose in your mouth. Yes. With well, it's not in my mouth. Oh, okay. A lot of people think that, but I, I've got a bouquet of roses in my right hand. I've got my finger up in the air. Number one, I got my tongue sticking out. There's a huddle of guys right next to me. And I'm supposed to be in this huddle, but somebody came down out of the stands, an Ohio State fan, and said, could you please give these roses to Woody? (laughs) And I said, sure. And while I'm standing there, people started snapping photos like it was going out of style. Well, I got copies of this photo from newspapers all over the country. I don't know if people contacted the university. I I would guess that's the only way they could have gotten hold of me at that time. But we received at at mom and dad's uh, home address, uh, we we received copies of newspaper clippings with this photo from all over the country. And for my, I think, I think it was my 50th, maybe my 60th birthday. I don't remember. Uh, my wife took the black and white, had it blown up a little bit, and sent it away and had it colorized. So it's now basically our, our white uniforms, yes. our helmets, which the helmet in the picture is the helmet sitting on a bench that I have here in the corner, uh, untouched since the Rose Bowl of 1976. Wow. But I, so I've got several 
nice photos. I've got a great shot of Archie and I at one of our reunions. L- uh, Lou, how did how did go back to the game? How did Woody handle the post game with you guys? What what do you remember? Oh, what do you remember? What what oh, stood out? What it, were, were we crying? It was, was everything? Bad, Gary. Yeah, tell us about it, please. It, it was bad. It was bad. Um, it wasn't. I'm sure. I'm sure there was anger under the surface. It was despondence. We've all talked about this so many times. We really believe that it's our fault that his tenure here ended the way it did. He went downhill quickly after that game. His temperament in particular went downhill quickly. You know, we really think if we would have won that national championship, he may very well have stepped away and just gone on and continued teaching because he, he was a, uh, a regular professor at Ohio State. Uh, he taught world history and uh, military history. Uh, and he absolutely loved doing that. But I, I don't know that I've ever seen as many despondent people, and him in particular, wow. after that game. Wow. Thank, thanks for and, sharing that. It's, it's one of the things that I've noticed a major, major difference with kids today. You, you see kids lose a game today and, you know, they're out in the middle of the field and, and you should be shaking hands after these big games. I do agree with that. But they're out in the field, you know, and you see guys laughing with their buddies on the other teams that maybe they went to high school with or maybe they played against in high school. We didn't have that. Yeah, you shook hands, but we didn't have that type of camaraderie. I, I can I can think back, like Les Miles. Les Miles and Timmy Davis were on that North All-Star team, that high school All-Star team that we talked about earlier. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. They both, yeah, they both went to Michigan. We were not buddy-buddy after beating them in those Michigan games. We shook hands. But we weren't in the middle of the field yucking it up, I can tell you that. Well, now, fortunately, we were on the winning side of that. <laughs> but well, the same holds true in the handful of games that we lost. Well, Lou, it's, you know what it is. It's, it's, it's bitch again week, if, if we could say it that way. Um, how special is this upcoming week? And, and, and who knows what it's going to be like by the end of the week, Lou. We might not even play in that school up north, but... Um, well, it's Sunday night. I, uh, what are your thoughts heading into into the team up north week here? The game, well, as we, I, we call I it. I will say that what I witnessed this past weekend uh, against the Spartans uh, was very, very encouraging. Uh, I think the unfortunate thing about the Big Ten starting the season as late as they did and not giving themselves any opportunity for rescheduling uh, 
was exactly that. If a game was going to be canceled, it was not going to be able to be made up. This is a really special group of kids. But I don't care who the group is. You need practice. I mean, they missed all of spring ball. They missed all of summer. They missed the first two-thirds of fall before they ever began practicing for a game. So I don't think they really came together until this past weekend. I think that was far and away their most complete game. They're a very, very talented group of kids, but particularly like our defensive backfield, everything's completely changed this year. You know, look look where they moved uh, uh, Sean Wade. He's playing outside, not inside anymore. It's a tough adjustment, even for an All-American. He's a big boy, though. He can do you it. Need, you need time on the field, and they haven't had enough of it. But I do think that they're a, a very high, high-quality football team. Uh, I know uh, Coach Day uh, said something. <laughs> I, I don't think he'll regret it. I'm, I'm pretty certain that uh, we, we should be able to take care of business this weekend. Yes. Uh, but I know this uh, this summer uh, or fall, whenever uh, they had the uh, uh, Big Ten conference call, Harbaugh. Uh, had some words for uh, Ryan, and Ryan uh, did not take to them very kindly, uh, only to come back to uh, Columbus and uh, talk about hanging a hundred on them <laughs> this Saturday. Uh, that may very well not happen, but I, I do think our offense on a good day would be capable of doing that. Uh, I. But let, let me uh, f- as far as uh, taking it to your your time period one one of the things as a fan for me that sticks out and you know I've been involved in a lot of Ohio State Michigan games I've had the privilege of of being both in Ann Arbor and Columbus but Marcus uh, Hall you know flipping the bird in Michigan Stadium had to be one of the highlights of a, a fan Ohio State fan experience um, <laughs> you guys in, was it what year did the banner come down in Michigan what, what, what were you a part of that uh, I was there. Uh, I was not a part of that. I mean, the, the, that was the year. What, 73? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah, it was. And you guys, uh, how did that happen? You, the, the, what is it? The, what, what do they call that banner that goes across the field? I don't know what it is. Oh. Uh, the support group or something it is. I champions chance. or something like, I forget what it is. But it's their boost. It's basically Michigan boosters. Yeah, how did that happen? Yeah, that, was, was that, was that an uh, impromptu kind of thing, or what happened there? Yeah, I, I think it was in the back of a few people's minds. And I know who the instigator was, and... You know, I, I probably shouldn't put his name out yeah, there because he fine. passed away last but, year. But just kind of describe but, it, if you could. What, what happened? Did you remember it? And oh, were you? Did you see it, it coming? It, did you know it was coming or what? I didn't actually know it was coming because I was a little bit back in the pack. So when it happened, it, it was actually team captains uh, that oh. it happened with. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, I I know, I know John Hicks won't mind me saying it, it was John Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
<laughs> what was the and, what was the fallout of that? I, I just kind of remind us of what what you remember of, of that happening. Did, the, the, you know what? There there really wasn't any fallout. I, I think it would have been so much bigger a deal today. Yeah. It would have been Huge. the equivalent of the Baker Mayfield yeah. flag incident that even, couldn't plan. Even worse, though, because did they take the flag to the ground or just kind of hit on it? What happened? Do you remember? I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, you know, the, the banner came down. Okay. There's no two ways about that. Okay. Well, that's fun. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> oh, it, it, was, it was great fun, especially winning the game. Yeah. <laughs> What's one of your but, best uh, moments, like anything outside? I mean, what do you cherish most, Lou? I, I don't want to get too, you know, uh, wax poetically here, but um, what do you, you know, what what's Michigan mean to you and your experiences, your four years? Uh, can you sum it up for us? Um, it was successful well, running against the team I, up north for you, right? Yes? I, I can sum it up by telling you uh, three of my very favorite things are the gold pants. Okay. And you have how many? Against. How many do you have? I have three. We have three. Okay. Uh, we had the one tie. Does that count? Uh, you don't get them for that, then, yes? You don't get them for that. Okay. But I will say to to play four years, um, win 40 games at a time where, you know, our first year there, we, we only played a 10-game schedule. So they didn't expand the schedule until our, uh, I think it was our either our sophomore or junior year. Four years, we won 40 games. We never lost a home game. We only lost two regular season games, period, in four years, and they were both to Michigan State at Michigan State. We had the one tie, and of course, we lost three of the four Rose Bowls. I think, unfortunately, one of the lost Rose Bowls, I can assure you, cost us a national championship because we were already ranked number one there at the end of the 75 season. Uh, we probably had another one in hand that uh, slipped away from us out there. But my fondest very fondest memory is that 75 Michigan game coming back from a deficit and doing what we needed to do and finishing that season undefeated 11 and 0 ranked number 1 I've got this picture hanging on my wall it's one of the happiest days of my life I look at it every single day uh, I've got another picture right next to it. It's Michigan's equipment bus. My daughter and I are standing in front of it. We're flipping the bus the bird. Uh, that's another one of my favorites. Nice. And then I've got an autographed 1975 team football with all of my teammates' autographs on it. Uh, that and of course the uh, other picture I mentioned to you with Archie and I at one of our reunions uh, down on the field. Uh, he's a great person, a great friend, um, and those are guys that I I will remember for the rest of my life, and I can't wait 
till we can all get together and see one another again. Or, or do you? Can you pick up the phone and, and give Archie a phone call? Would he pick up or text? Oh, absolutely. Or, yes. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I, I in particular, I uh, always send him a message. His birthday's in August. I always uh, send him a message for his birthday. And uh, yeah, we can we can pick up the phone. We uh, we have a uh, uh, a group email. Uh, we have uh, Varsity O, which is very, very helpful because Varsity O keeps all of us informed of the goings-on of uh, former letter winners. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's actually a, a really good group, uh, great guys. Uh, been, every one of them to the man has been uh, incredibly successful in their life's ventures uh, beyond Ohio State. Uh, Archie could not be a better ambassador for the university than he has been. Uh, I think he, um, he paid his dues in, uh, in more ways than just football. Uh, he represented the university as well, as often, as highly as he possibly could. And, uh, everything that, uh, uh, he gets from this university he deserves uh, along with everything else that he's gotten in his life he worked hard he's a great person um and i'm i'm truly blessed to be friends uh not only with archie uh but with that entire uh, other 15 people that came in in that group and cornelius green uh, he was, must have been a great friend and and person to play with as well over those four years he really is and the funny thing is i feel like we're closer today even than we were in school wonderful lou um how state's been great to you obviously um you're married you have family was that a did that relationship happen in ohio state as well or no uh well kind of gary um just to top it off here before i let you go yeah, we won't go too deeply. Okay, that, but, is she a Buckeye? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking. Which did you meet her in Columbus? Uh, well, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, that's that, good. Yes, that's the case. And uh, one of my biggest fans, as is my daughter, who who might be my biggest fan. And her name, first name, uh, I'm sorry. Your my, daughter. My daughter's Mara. Mara. Okay. And my wife is Wendy. Yes. Okay. Just uh, and the the funny the funny thing about it is. Uh, my daughter ended up going to school at Denison, mm. not at Ohio State. But when all of her friends found out that Dad played at Ohio State, instantly she was Miss Popularity. <laughs> so that was uh, that was her claim to fame. Uh, she's a, a bright young lady with a wonderful family of her own. Recently married. About a year and a half ago, um, my wife is uh, one of the smartest people uh, that I've ever met. Uh, she works for J.P. Morgan Chase mm-hmm. as an investment portfolio manager, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to convince her to retire soon. Uh, so when COVID's over, we can start to do uh, a little traveling again. Well, just awesome for you, Lou. Um, I, I appreciate you taking the time. It's Michigan Week coming up here, and 
You know, I, I'm I, very fired up for that, Gary. I it, can't wait till Saturday, and I hope nothing derails this. And if it does, hopefully we can pick up some game somewhere to get six games in if it works out that way. Who yeah, knows? But I hope so. We'll, we'll do but I'll, I'll tell you, I could see the Big Ten sitting down and making another rule change. Yeah, we ha- have to, yeah. Just because. We have to. Just because. Well, yep. That's all we got. I mean, we're playing at least, and hopefully we'll we'll get to finish it the right way. And and who knows, Alabama well, could make it all moot anyway. They're, they're that good, I believe. They, they could. They're they're a really really good yeah, football team. They are. I will tell you this, Gary. One way or another, I hope we're able to play Clemson again in the semis and in Alabama in the finals that would be great i would love that we're, too we're 0 and 4 yes. all time against clemson oh i can't live with that yeah dan benish was a clemson guy do you remember that name from hubbard by chance who, who was it dan benish he went to clemson around your time period he went to hubbard played for hubbard well the funny thing is my cousins my my mom's nephews moved to south carolina when my mom's brother and and uh his wife moved down there, and two of their sons went to Clemson, one of one of whom played for Clemson. Yes. So he's been riding me pretty hard <laughs> for the last several years. We need to beat Clemson. Oh, well. Hopefully we'll do that, but we need to beat the team up north this weekend if we play yes, them, if they're, if they're man enough to come down to Columbus. And I shouldn't say that because obviously things are happening. Yeah, they'll, and the, they'll show up. If they, I, if they I do. Hope we put a good lick on yeah, them. Yeah, we do. And that, that'll be that's something that, that uh, we've been accustomed to in this 21st century of beating the tail out of the team up north. And that's, well, we, we have had a good run. Yes, let's hope we that continues. And I appreciate you, yeah. Lou. Willie, class, Ursland High School, class of 72. Buckeye for life, uh, Archie Griffin teammate, Cornelius Green, you, you rode the gravy train for at the right time. And, and I think now, Lou, would you say this is one of the best eras of Ohio State football right now? Can I, can, from Trestle to now, could, can, we, can we say that? Is that fair? It, it's very fair. It absolutely is. Uh, I would say this era actually started probably before Trestle, but especially with Trestle. Um, you know, the unfortunate thing for Cooper was he couldn't win that big game. Yes. He had some of the best recruiting classes on the planet. 210 and 1, though. Win that, 210 and 1. Win that big game. Yeah, 210 so, and 1 hurt him. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tress and, uh, uh, I mean, look at what Fickle's doing down at Cincinnati. But yeah. Tress and Urban and now Ryan Day. I think Ryan Day is going to end up being the best of all of them. Wow. But we got to get past this COVID. <laughs> and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully everything comes together and they're able to play this game this weekend and we take care of business, move on to the Big Ten Championship and get ourselves in the playoffs. Final question, Lou. Obviously, we're predicting Ohio State win over Michigan if they do play this weekend. Um, I am. You're to all-time... I hate to say this, favorite winningest coach at Ohio. I don't know what word to say. MVP coach, head coach at Ohio State is, in your opinion, ever? Ooh. I know, I know I'm putting you there, but go with it. Well, you know, I've got a, a real, real soft spot for Trestle, but I played for Woody. Yes. And, you know, I always felt like Trestle was Woody reincarnated simply because of his game plan. You know, Tress would bleed the clock on the ground just like Woody did. But I'm going to tell you something. 
I met, I've met all the coaches, but I am so taken with Ryan Day. Gary, he's going to end up the best of all of them. Wonderful. Wow. That's big praise from you, Lou. My, my soft spot, of course, is for the man I played for. Uh, obviously. And uh, thank you for saying that. Uh, a lot of people agree with that. But just Ohio State football in general has just been such a wonderful thing. And I've had a front row seat, as you know, Lou. I see it once in a while on yep. those on those anniversary games. And you guys got to let me yep. know when it, when you're down there so I can make sure you know I'm in well, photo I, range. I, but I yeah. Now that I've... Now yeah. that I've got your number, and yeah. I, I probably should sign up for Facebook just because of this kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, I know. I I know I miss a lot, uh, but uh, you know, I I feel like, unfortunately, I feel like social media has been one of the uh, I got one of the negative things in the whole country. I got you, um, uh, but for the but right reasons, not it's- as much. For for the right reasons, it's 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 good stuff, and and this will be good stuff when they get to hear your interview. Well, um, and that this is the right reason. You're yeah. right about that, Gary. So thank you, Lou. God bless you. Go Bucks! And um, it's been a pleasure to speak with you, and and my best to your family as well, because we've been like I said, long time, lifelong friends. God bless you. You bet we have. It's been a good sixty years. Wow. I, I know your dad is a, as a coach when I was playing little league. Mary Hattofield uh, over there, little league World Series bet, for me. Buddy. I was. That's you know, right. It's, That's right. It's where it all began for me, so, Mary Haddle Field. I, I, uh, I truly appreciate you hooking up with me here. Yep. Uh, it's been fun, fun time reminiscing about oh. all this stuff. Uh, there, there are a lot of people that appreciate talking about those times like this. Yep. And you're a Buckeye for yeah, life. People yep. get people get bored with it if they're not. If they're not really into that kind of thing, you know, they 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 just want to hear you gloss over the highlights. They don't want to talk about details. Yeah. So this was a lot of fun to get into some details. It was my pleasure, Lou. Thank you so much, and uh, God bless. Go Bucks. Thanks, Gary. Go Bucks. God bless you. Talk to you soon, buddy. Thank you. To live like you were dying.